Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Would you like to contribute to the conversation? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, what condition conversation was in? Jay Talking with Bradley Jay. I listen to morning with the sun up on BZ. WBZ News Radio 1030. I tune my radio to AM 1030. The radio's all yours now. I talk to a man whose name is Bradley Jay. Improved my mind in a wonderful way. I just called in. To see what condition conversation was in. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, oh. what condition conversation was in. WBZ, you're Jay talking. We're live midnight to five, which is nice. You can actually call in. You can interact. It's not uh, canned. It's for real. Let me tell you a story. <clears throat> um, one night, maybe, I don't know, two months ago or so, I walk to work, as you know, and when you walk to work, you encounter stuff that you don't in a car. Plus, you get exercise. And I'm walking past, um, well, towards towards Haymarket, right near the Holocaust Memorial, right in front of those bars there, Hennessy's and all. I'm on my way to the Boston Public Market, maybe to get some apples or, or something to eat, and then get on the orange line to continue to work. And I... Walk by an alleyway, see a bunch of people, keep walking. Then I hear this big commotion. Start to keep walking. I think, wait, why am I Why am I keeping walking? Why don't I go back and see what's going on? I have my trusty camera here. And as a dude that works for WBZ, I'm on the street. I can, if something's going on, I'll take a picture of it, take a video of it. So I went back into the alley and saw, I don't know, maybe 20 people or so doing some sort of video. So I asked, what are y'all doing? And they told me. There was a gentleman named Pastor Roby who told me that they were shooting a video. This group was shooting a video. So I asked him to tell me about the group, just as I'm now going to ask him to tell you about the group. Did I say it right, Pastor Roby? Roberson. Roberson. Okay, Pastor Roberson, tell us about, first tell us about you. That's going to take some time. All right. Well, uh, my name is Roberson. I'm the youth and young adult pastor at Jubilee Christian Church in um, Boston, Massachusetts, in Stoughton. Um, we have two locations. Um, so at Jubilee Christian Church, I pastor some amazing college students and young adults, as well as some high school students. And um, I get a chance to uh, just assist them and help them in living healthy and um, living bold lives where they profess their faith and also try to make healthy decisions. Um, and I do that under uh, the visionaries and the senior pastors of the church, pastors Matt and Mona Thompson. Overall, the Jubilee Christian Church, can you tell me what, what that's about in general? I, it sounds like what you do is happens specifically as something they do as part of what they do. But overall, what's the Jubilee Christian Church about? So our church, our, our motto is we are a church without walls. 
And um, it's the church is over 35 years old, was started by our Bishop Gideon Thompson. And uh, this is a church that, with two locations and an upcoming location in Worcester. And so one of the one of the main things that we do as a church is to just make sure that we empower we empower people that come in to really just go out and um, share their faith, but also go out and live right for Jesus. And so this is one of the the main aspects of our church. So we really believe in um, empowering the many generations. So in our church, you'll find some a, a sector a group for from babies all the way to elders. And so there's um, groups that cater to all those age groups and demographics to really um, provide systems, to really provide help, provide aid, and just provide really support. And our church is a big old family. Uh, we just we, we love on one another and we support one another and we really try to make sure that uh, we can all be successful in everything that we do. When I first met y'all, I uh, I was... I guess my first impression, my number one impression was that you work with young people to empower them and, and not sort of have their destiny handed to them, but to forge their own. Yeah. Is that the deal? Yeah. So one of the things is being from Boston, This there's so many colleges. And uh, when, when I saw you, uh, we were kind of filming for our Influence Night. And Influence is the College and Young Adults Ministry at um, Jubilee Christian Church. And so there's a bunch of college students that were that were there. And one of the things we try to do, what, the group of students you actually saw it was, uh, they were the leaders and the volunteers of that, um, of that ministry. And so we actually do a service every month where we bring college students from all across the state together from different schools. So Northeastern, UMass Lowell, Boston College. And um, we just really try to, to give them spiritual support uh, but also let them know that there are other there are other students and there are other young adults just like them that are trying to live right that are that are trying to not get drunk or that are trying to not abuse um, you know drugs or do anything like that that are actually trying to walk the way that they need to walk and so we provide this space where they can positively be influenced um, to live right and to to live to live life that's pleasing. Um, and to live life where they can actually be successful in all areas. Now, when I met you on that chilly night, you were shooting a scene from the video called Knockout, yes. which is a promo for your Influence Night. Yes. So can you talk first about, I guess, Influence, you mentioned Influence Night, and then about the video shoot, because that's kind of interesting. T tell me about Influence Night. Is that a monthly thing that you do? Yeah, so it's a monthly um, service that we do for college and young adult students. And um, I mean, it's it, it's one of those nights. If you if you want to see college students and young adults go crazy, um, passionate, um, the night is filled with talent and giftings from singing to dancing to to preaching to um, it's 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 ran by college students for college students and young adults. Uh, you'll see different faces, um, and it's just a night that is just filled with creativity. Where are these in the same place every night or a different yes. place? Where, at, where are they held? It's at Jubilee Boston, uh, our Boston location. It's at 1500 Blue Hill Ave um, in Mattapan. Same night every month? Like fourth It's the Tuesday, fourth Sunday. Fourth it's the Sunday. fourth Sunday every month. 1500 Blue Hill Ave? Second Sunday every month. Second Sunday every month? Yes. 1500 Blue Hill Ave. Yes. And who can go? Anyone. Okay. Anyone can go. Now this video that I saw being shot was a promo for this. Yes, it was a promo for our April service. And so 
um, our April Influence Night was really based on us being victorious. And so we kind of took that as a theme. So uh, to really, how do we communicate that theme? So we get together around a table and we try to come up with creative ways to um, communicate what the theme for these monthly nights are going to be. And so that April night was about being victorious, was about um, really kind of having some some type of uh, of power and boldness about what you want to be victorious over. Right. And so all of our volunteers that you saw, we had flags. We kind of yeah. looked like... You, you know, looked like Vikings. Yes. At first we, I thought it was a Viking attack. <laughs> <laughs> it was just our way of communicating the passion that you needed to go after what you need, what you want and what you want to be victorious over. Whatever is... Whatever, you know, a lot of college students did. Some some of us may, may be dealing with uh, depression or um, things that happened back home or some some people might be dealing with just just relationship issues or the pressures of of school. And we just wanted we just really wanted to communicate that you can be victorious over whatever is giving pressure over you. So tell me about the scene, the actual scene. So that scene that you heard, we were kind of um, one of our, our creative team came up with this idea of all of us being in this alley and all of us just charging at the camera, like running and screaming at the top of our lungs, like we're going after. And so you had this huge flag that had victory over it that was being waved as we were running. There was this huge flag in the back and there was this other huge banner that said triumph. So uh, the scene that we were shooting that you were walking by was us kind of like just charging at the camera and running after our victory with all this passion. Um, and right. so, and were you so dressed, you were dressed in kind of Mad Max clothes? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, we were styled by uh, one of our creative um, team members. It was just basically ripped clothing yeah. as if we're like, as if we're, we got into a battle and we're winning and we're going after it. Excellent. Yeah. And uh, is that, can you post that somewhere or tell us where we can see the video? Yes. You can see that video on our Instagram account. Um, if you follow um, Influence JCC, at Influence JCC. On Instagram or Facebook, you'll be able to see that video. Okay. Any chance you can post it on my Facebook page? Absolutely. Okay. That'll be cool. Because I didn't, I never saw the whole thing and I'd like to see it. I bet a lot of other people would too. But I want to find, I, I want to find out a little bit more about you, Robertson Pierre, and what brought you down this path. What brought you down this path? All right. So, uh, long story short, I, we actually have. We got time. <laughs> you can do long story long if you want. Um, so I'm, so uh, I'm Haitian American. So my parents were born in Haiti, um, and my mom immigrated from Haiti to Boston, um, pregnant with me without knowing it, um, and so um, she was married. And so uh, my my birth father passed away when I was about three months old. Um, my my mother, being uh, new to the country, wasn't able to kind of take care of me, and so. Uh, she sent me to live in Haiti for nine years. I lived with my aunt and uncle. And then after nine years, I, I lived with her. Um, five years of living with her, she passed away. Um, back here in the States? Back here in the States. Um, she passed away. and um, But those five years were absolutely terrible. It was uh, She was very abusive because she was ill. Um, she was very abusive verbally, um, emotionally, and physically. And so you're so, your age nine through 14 or yes, something? Yes. Okay. Those ages were kind of like, I call them the very dark years. And so um, when she passed away at the age of 14, the aunt and uncle that I had um, been living with early on in my life had moved to Boston at that time. And so I moved in with them. And so um, at that point, from the age of 14 to 18, those high school years was really rebellious. 
because I really didn't necessarily know how to deal with the pain or the thought of my birth mother not necessarily loving me enough to treat me right. Um, so I was trying to really navigate that thought. And so um, I, I rebelled. Uh, I rebelled against anyone that I could. I got into the wrong group of friends. Because you were the new kid, right? Yeah. So I got into the wrong group of friends. But uh, and but I had my aunt, who I call mom. She was very, very um, strong in her thinking that I needed to go to church and be part of a youth group. She was not letting me get away from that. She wanted me at church and involved. And um, being at church and being involved uh, is actually one of the very things that helped me change my ways. Um, it, it helped me find community. Uh, I met my wife at 16 at church, um, and it, it helped me really um, get close to God and really find my identity and um, really find healing from what I went through as a child um, with my mother. And so when, when I started experiencing all of these amazing changes in my own life, um, it didn't take long until I was like, man, this is what I want to do with the rest of my life. What I received in youth groups and youth choirs and youth nights on Friday nights and Tuesday nights at church, I wanted to be one of the leaders that put it together for youth and young adults as well. And so that passion um, for to do what I do right now, Jubilee Christian Church, comes from what I've personally experienced and what what a community like Influence and a community like Jubilee has done for me. Personally. Yeah, so you know what it can accomplish. Exactly. Did it come upon you in a flash or gradually that this is what you want to do? Was there one event, one, um, one day you thought, wait a minute, this makes all the sense in the world. This is what I'm going to do. I think it was it was freshman year. It was freshman year of college at, at Boston College that that it came. Um, I went to BC and I wanted to be pre-law and I was going to go straight from undergrad, go straight to law school. I was going to be a corporate lawyer. I was going to make six figures by 24. That was like. So when you started out, it was all about the business. It was, it was all about. I was like, I had it, I had my goal. I was still going to go to church. I love God. and But I was going to go after the money. And then, um, you know, I, I grew up in a, in a Haitian-American church as well. So I was leading a youth group um, from high school on. Maybe when I was 17, I started leading youth group all the way till well into my college years. I was leading youth group. And those about 50 young, young people literally changed my life. Um, some of them I brought here with me today. And it was like what I saw God do in their lives at 14 and 15 years old. I was like, man. I want to do this for the rest of my entire life. So leading, leading them, there was just, there was, I mean, there was one particular night I remember seeing like high school students just crying out to God, telling God how much they love them and telling God that, you know, no matter what issues they have, they still are going to commit to living right. And that just touched me. And I said, this is the thing that I want to do for the rest of my life. So you changed your major? Changed my major. From pre-law, and I went straight to theology and communications. So Boston College is a good place to go for theology, right? Oh yeah, um, it's great, and it's a it's a Catholic school. However, the school is very liberal and open-minded to whether whether whatever routes the student may want to go to. And so I studied Christian theology, um, systematic theology. Uh, I studied under some amazing, amazing um, professors that biblical heritage professors that I still remember and still keep in contact with till this day. That's excellent. What time is it? We have four four minutes. Now, you want to, uh, before we introduce 
the rest of the folks here. Have you told them this story? Do you tell everyone oh, yeah, the, they this all, exact story? They all know the story. Okay. Why don't you introduce uh, the folks you have brought with you? Cool. So I'm going to introduce uh, some of the, some of the people here with me were part of the youth group that I was in in high school. Okay. And then now they're in college um, and have graduated college. So Nikki, who is the social uh, media director for Influence, was one of the um, high schoolers when I uh, when I was le- I was leading in in college, and so was Noemi. Um, so Nikki, right, yes. step right up there. You you were the guy who was doing the uh, videotaping of the event, the knockout video, right? Yes, that was So you're, you're the guy who does all that. Yeah, I'm the guy behind the camera. Okay, so you're key. You can say that. And we have a musical director over here. Yes, Byron is the musical director of our of Influence and also our church, um, Jubilee Christian Church. So he's amazing. He plays everything. Amazing, man. So you have to supply the music for all the events? Uh, yeah, for the most part. Um, you don't have to play it all. You can sort of... Well, no, I have, a playlist. Play <laughs> I have to play it off. I have to play it all. You do have to play it all. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so my job, um, I help put together the set list for the night, and um, I handle more so the band side of things. Yeah. And um, Jenny and um, the other worship leader, Anthony, they kind of handle the worship team and okay. the vocalists. And then we have No Amy. Hey. <laughs> yeah, so No Amy is the glue of the team, so... She kind of uh, is the operations person behind all the things that we do, making sure all the different parts are moving together. Um, and she actually was one of the creative minds behind the shoot. So she styled everybody. She got the flags together and uh, kind of got the creative idea of what the shoot the shoot was going to be. Okay, and this shoot, in case you just joined us, is a was a video that was a promo for one of Jubilee's influence nights that. Folks come and get motivated, and and you're gonna post that on uh, the yes the Jay talking Facebook page, okay. And then Jenny, Jenny is one of our worship leaders. So you usually when you come to Influence Night, you probably see Jenny leading a song or encouraging and are empowering um, the people that come. She Do- can sing, so if you want her to sing right now, she can sing for you. <laughs> <laughs> can you really? Um. Yes. Maybe. All right, maybe. We'll see. I could so, uh, do that. <laughs> now, you're a preacher. Do you have a preaching, like, do you have a style? Because I think that's cool. I've always <laughs> I've always thought that that's, that's powerful stuff and Loud. that it'd be cool to know how to do it. <laughs> so I love to empower. That um, I, I really believe that uh, the call in my life to just, just really um, empower and give people hope and help them believe uh, that there is a greater power than themselves that can empower them to be healed, that can empower them to be free from whatever they need to be free on. So my style is very, very much so I'm here to empower you. After a conversation, I want you to feel empowered like you can do anything and that you serve a God that can do anything. So um, I try my best to really present the gospel in the most passionate way um, that that I'm allowed to. Is he awesome? He's yeah. Yeah. Cool. He's <laughs> All right. So I want to kind of concentrate on you. Let's start start with Jenny. You uh how did you come to the group and how's it how's it affected your life? How have you intertwined it into your life? Insinuated it into your life? <laughs> um so I started attending Jubilee um I think it was late 2016 how'd they find you or how did you find them 
So I I moved to Boston in 2014 to attend Berkeley College of Music, and um, me and my mom actually went to Jubilee to visit the church. It was the first church I ever visited in Boston, and I immediately fell in love with it. But at the time, I wasn't really familiar with um, the tea and how to get around Boston. So, so you just moved to Boston? I had yeah. So I just okay. moved to Boston in 2014, January 2014. So um, I visited Jubilee. I loved the church, but I just didn't know how to get there, and I didn't want to spend all my money taking cabs back and forth. Um, so I just kind of, you know, I watched online when I could on Sundays, and um, I was also working as a nurse. Um, so sometimes I had work on Sundays, and then I joined a wedding band and, you know, life. So you were a nurse? You went to school to be a nurse? I did, and yeah. And became a nurse? Yes. And then you joined a wedding band. <laughs> so you were a nurse who's, who did wedding singing on the side? Yes. And you joined the church? Yeah. I mean, at some point. Okay, but there's a lot going on there. Yeah, yeah. So I, when, I, when I came to Jubilee, I was kind of all over the place and just really trying to um, find my footing in my purpose. And, um, you know, I, I've, ever since I came to Boston, I did want to find a youth and young adult ministry to be a part of. And, um, actually the other worship leader, Anthony, he was going to Jubilee and he invited me to come with him at the time I was going to a different church. Um, and I was just like, oh my gosh, Jubilee. I remember that church. I love that church. Of course I'll come with you. And the Sunday that I went was actually the first Sunday that influence um ministered on a sunday morning and it was amazing god moved and i was just like oh man well i'm stuck here so jubilee's now my church <laughs> and um a couple of months later um you know i had been attending influence nights and um byron is my fiance and um <laughs> at the time we were just dating so i was like oh you know he's a part of influence and so I'll go and support him. And um, little did I know, he was whispering in Roberson's ear, hey, our girlfriend Jenny, she can sing. She can sing. Like, you know, she wants to be a part of Influence. And right. then there was one night um, where Roberson, like, slayed me. And um, <laughs> and then afterwards, after service, he was like, hey, um, you should come meet with me this week. And I was just like, okay. This isn't scary at all. And um, I, I met with him and, um, you know, we talked just about life and about where I was in um, my walk with God and my relationship and things that I was battling with. And um, then he asked me at the end of our like hour conversation, he was like, so do you want to join Influence? I was like, yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. So he was like, okay. Come to rehearsal this So week. Influence, the crew seems to be an elite, not that you would have an elite group, but kind of an elite group of entertainment-oriented folks. Is that it? Yeah, our church is known for worship, so okay. all throughout the whole country. So we attract singers from all over. And really, our church, if you ever, if you ever come to Jubilee, the whole congregation is like a choir. So it's big-time music-oriented <laughs> place. Yes, okay. big-time. So you say you went to Berkeley, too? Yes, they Berkeley, did. nursing school. Wedding singer, <laughs> and now this. Yeah. What would you say uh, the the group has done for you spiritually and empowerment-wise and helping you deal with demons? Yeah. Um, 
being a part of influence has really focused my life's purpose and um i've really gained um accountability mentorship relationship community um that i was really searching for and it's helped me a lot in my prayer life and my walk with god um strengthening me to really deal with um all of the things that kind of had me bound before joining influence so how do if anybody's liking what they hear how, how do they contact you how do they check it out see what it's about so they can follow us oh, i'm sorry we have an in, we have a instagram page at influence jcc that's our main contact we also have an email influence at jubilee.org at influence Influence at jubilee.org okay. if you want to email us. Okay. You could go on our website as well. Um, Jubileeboston.org. Jubileeboston. Jubilee yes. Okay. So everything streamlines to our website, jubileeboston.org. Okay. Excellent. This this is working out great time-wise. Who wants, who's just itching to go next? <laughs> All right. You're next. <laughs> Byron. <laughs> Byron's next. I had to decide. All right. You are uh, Jenny's fiance, correct? Yes, sir. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. Okay, tell tell us your story. So I'm originally from Chicago. Um, I came to Boston January of 2012 to attend Berkeley College of Music. Um, and I found Jubilee because of my fiance Jenny. So that night, was it that night? How long ago was that? 2016. To, yeah, 2016. 2016. Mm -hmm. So you were here four years before you got involved. Yeah. You met Jenny. She brought you in. Yeah. Okay. So I was actually at another church um, in Boston, a really great church. And um, around 2016, I just felt like I had outgrown that church, um, not for any particular reason. And so Jenny invited me to the launch night of Influence, actually. And, um, they had Travis Green come and perform, and um, that was my first time actually coming to Jubilee, and I loved it. You know, um, right away, what stood out for you as compared to your other church? The music, definitely. So it's a <laughs> music, in, music intensive, high quality music. Yeah, the worship was cool. like amazing, like nothing I've ever seen before, and I was like, yo, like that was dope. I want to be a part of that, and um. I actually got into Berkeley on drums, but like nobody knows that because I play a lot of piano for everybody. Really? So everybody thinks I'm at Berkeley for piano, but I'm not. Um, so Jenny, your your instrument, I'm guessing, was your voice at at Berkeley? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And you, that's where you met initially. Yep. At mm -hmm. class or something. And songwriting. And songwriting. <laughs> yeah. That's that's a thing. You you can major in that, or you can have that be your. Yeah, Your so thing my concentration was vocal performance and songwriting. Songwriting. Yeah. Whoa. I'm interested in songwriting. <laughs> so back to you, drums. Yeah, so I audition on drums. My yeah. major is music production and engineering, and I have a minor in commercial record production. Okay. Yeah. Don't do the drums so much anymore? Every you, now and Why then. do you lean towards the piano at the church? It's, Easy, it's, right? It's and just it's, like... It's melody. Yeah, it's just like where... I guess I worked the best within the church. Yeah. Um, so after that Influence Night concert, the MD at the time, I knew his sister because his sister went to Berkeley and they were having auditions for a band because they, they wanted musicians specifically for Influence. And she remembered that I played drums. So I actually auditioned for Influence on drums and I played drums with them once a month for a year. 
And the second year around, the MD had a baby and, you know, he was taking care of family stuff. So he had to step down and they offered me that position. So that's where I kind of flipped to playing keys. Nice. So. You say you're also uh, involved in music production. Mm-hmm. Does Berkeley have a standard software that they use? Are they Pro Tools people? Are they Logic people? What do they do? Um, most, all of the studios have Logic and Pro Tools mainly. Um, they, they're, they have classes for like Ableton as well. Yeah. But um, I know the studios have Pro Tools in it. What Most, do you like to make music with? Logic. Because it's fast. Yeah, it's, it's just what I learned first. Beautiful. Yeah. Anything else you want to make sure we know about you? Or you and Jenny? Or you and Jenny? <laughs> <laughs> so, or you and the church? Anything at all? Uh, a few things. Um, this weekend, I'm actually graduating Berkeley. I have, I have yeah. two classes left after, but, yeah. you know, That's working cool. that out. Yay. Thanks, bro. And um, when's the day, big day of marriage? August 22nd and the 24th. Is that challenging, setting that all up? Like, it's so involved, right? It is. Also because Jenny is Nigerian, so we're doing, like, the whole <laughs> traditional wedding. No, not in a bad way. It's actually been, like, a really a really great experience. Um, How involved are you in it? Very. Decision-making, sending out stuff, Very. save the day. I mean, Jenny organizes a lot of it, but she ask me questions okay. that I have to answer. Right on. <laughs> okay. Uh, next, well, let's take a break and we'll talk to uh, the other half of the crew here. It's WBZ. We're here to talk. That's why we're here to talk. Now, what do you say? No, it's all on BZ. Jay Talking with Bradley J. WBZ News Radio 1030. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I know how this sounds, but something told me to turn on the radio. A voice on the radio told you to come here. Radio zombies all night long. You just have to listen. Bradley J's coming on strong. Jay talking. Bradley J. You're up next. It won't be long. WBZ. Can I talk? Talk to you. You gotta call me while the hour is gone. News Radio 1030. We gotta call for the Jay talking show. We gotta learn what you say. Bradley J. It's WBZ, and we have 10 minutes left with the folks from uh, the Jubilee Christian Church, Boston. And I met them by just by happenstance as they were shooting a promotional video for one of their events. The video is called Knockout, and the, the event is a monthly thing called Influence Night. And I guess you guys do a video for each, each one, a separate video. It's kind of ambitious. Yeah. That's cool. Okay, uh, so we met Pastor Robertson Pierre and, and, and heard your story, great story, and now we're hearing from some of the rest of the folks involved. You brought, Pastor, you brought four fine folks, and next, uh, who wants to go first? <laughs> I shouldn't, I should just assign Noemi. <laughs> Noemi. Hi. Hi. Tell us your story. Um, so I'm, I get the lucky chance of being one of those youth that uh, Pastor Roberson got to lead when he was in youth leadership um, 
back at a church we used to go to a while back ago. And, you know, when we first met, I didn't like him. <laughs> what did you not like? Well, he actually, you know, his wife is actually my cousin. Um, shout out to me. Oh, so he was uh, like... I see. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> oh man, like you're dating my Who's cousin, this guy? and she's my best friend, and I just don't want to share you, kind of thing. Um, but you know, as time went on, um, he's become like a father to me, um, as weird as it may be <laughs> or sound. And so, um, when he uh, moved on from the church that we were at, he actually passed the baton to me, and um, me and a couple of my friends, we we got to be the youth leaders there. And so, all that he instilled in me, um, as far as leadership. Um, having integrity as a leader, having character, all of that was passed on to me and I got to the opportunity to um, lead a new generation of kids and influence them the same way that I was influenced. So you were, integrity is a big deal. Integrity is a big does that, deal. How does that, like in your life, give me an example of a decision that is, <laughs> where, where you go, wait a minute, I can't do that, I have integrity. <laughs> uh, a, like, a lot of them. Like, I mean, <laughs> any number of circumstances that I think anything happened, like oh, I, I found uh, twenty dollars on the ground. Do I just keep it or? <laughs> if I found twenty dollars on the ground, I would definitely look around and you know shout it out and see if anybody uh, had dropped it. <laughs> um, and I probably would honestly give it to like somebody. shout it out like this. Did anybody? <laughs> <laughs> No, very clearly, like, did anybody, you know, drop it? And I probably honestly wouldn't use the money for myself. If right, I found you could it. buy I'd, something. Yeah, I'd, I'd buy something. Give it to a homeless person or something. Yeah, most likely. I'm kind of that, I'm that kind of person. <laughs> and so, tell me about your life before the church and now. How is it different? Uh, I mean, I think my life before the church, I was definitely not as, like, bold. I was, I was not as, like, confident in my gifts and like what you know God has placed in me to do and be for the for the people around me um, and for the generation I think that I was definitely like I knew that I had a purpose somewhere but I don't think I really had seen the ways in which I could live those out until I got to Jubilee and felt such a freedom in being able to I mean our pastors are wonderful in that any crazy idea that we have, like as long as it's, you know, for the purpose of bringing souls to Christ and empowering other people and bringing, you know, making God's name famous, we, they let us at it. Um, is this, and that's why you see us filming crazy videos in the okay. other way. <laughs> Here's a question that might be a stumper. Is, for you all, is Christ an end or a means? I can explain that more if I need to. Yeah, explain yeah. that is Christ just a means to being a better, more confident person? Or is it just, is the, is the goal to be a good Christian? Or is the goal to be an empowered, confident person? So in that the latter, God would be the means that you become an empowered person. It seems to me that it's more that than we're in some churches. It's just accepting God saying it is kind of it, and that's the end. Accepting God in your life, he will save you, that's kind of it. Whereas you seem to, Jesus, God seems to be a means of empowerment. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I definitely uh, what our belief is that, you know, Jesus Christ is the truth, the light, and the way. Um, and accepting Jesus is one step, but there's some work that still needs to be done. Um, and there's some, there's some things that you, you as an individual have have to 
have to be okay with surrendering and doing the during the per, doing the work. So for me as an individual, it's like after I've accepted Jesus, I still had to learn how to forgive my mother. I still had to learn how to deal with, you know, unforgiveness and bitterness inside of me. There's, I I, I accepted Jesus and I was confident about my faith, but I still had some things that needed to be worked out, and that needed to be worked out through prayer therapy that needs to be worked out through mentorship and conversations. And so accepting Jesus is definitely um, absolutely necessary, but there's also some work that needs to be done to get that confidence and that freedom. Need to save some time for Nikki Tebow. Did I say it right? Yeah, you actually said it Okay, right. you're the cameraman. You're the guy with the camera. Yes, I'm the guy behind Tell the camera. Tell me, you know, the same basic thing that I, I asked these folks. Um, so. How did you come to the church? Same kind of story, similar to Noemi. Um, I was at the church. I was one of the 50 um, youth that changed Roberson's life. You know, <laughs> no big deal. No big deal. We're, we're just one of the 50. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I was just a regular, you know, every day go to church. Well, every Sunday go to church. My parents went to church. Um, but I was always, like, hungry to be a part of, like, the youth ministry because I saw my brother was a part of it. I was like, I really want to do this. And once I turned 14, they finally let me in. I was like, yay. I finally do this youth ministry stuff. Um, and I met this big guy with glasses that just wanted to, like, tell me what to do and how to live my life. <laughs> um, and I was kind of rebellious t towards him because I was just like, hey, like, I'm still 14. Like, let me live um, how I want to live. Um, but he was kind of showing me, like, just because you're this young doesn't mean you still can't have a mindset to kind of prepare yourself. You don't have to it. be an idiot. Yeah, you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> you can make better decisions at 14. Um so fast forward, he leaves um, to go to his next step um, to his other church, and um, he kind of passes the baton down to a few, a few of the fifty. Um, we used to call them the six. Um, <laughs> it's a slight plug. Um, and you know, we became the new youth leaders of that of that next generation. Um, and as time went by, I would say in 2015, going to 16, I had taken some time, um, a little sabbatical. Yeah. Um, from leadership uh, for some personal reasons. And in that time, I was God was kind of just letting me know that my time at my previous church was coming to an end, and it was kind of like a transition. I didn't know where at the time, um, Roberson being my mentor, um, he was kind of saying like, hey, there's this opportunity that's coming up um, where you can kind of like really hone in on your skills. I used to do a lot of creative things um, in college, in, uh, in high school for the church, uh, whether it was liturgical dancing, poetry, um, what else did we do? Choir. I attempted to do a solo. didn't really work out. <laughs> um, we don't let them sing. We, we all did. Um, so then I kind of landed at Jubilee, um, and I was um, put in the social media department. Didn't quite know a lot about it, um, but I would say in the last three years, I've definitely honed in on my skills. All right. We're out of time, but oh, I so want to – that's great job, everybody. Great guests. Everybody, thank you very much. Thank and again, how do us. people get in touch with you? At Influence JCC on Instagram or Facebook or www.jubileeboston.org to find more information about the church. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thank You're you. Thank Thanks you. for having us. This was awesome. It's WBZ, Boston's News Radio. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.